Blog Talk Radio. Today we're going to talk about choosing a career and why that is important is because too many times people will go into professions that they really don't care about simply because a parent pushes them in that direction or simply because it's something that's expected of them because it was something that their father did. How many times do you hear of families where all the men were lawyers, all the men were doctors, all the family members went into owning the business that the parents had previously, whether they liked the business or not. That is why it is something that you really need to consider. First, you want to know is what is it that is your passion? For many years, colleges taught us that we went to school to go and get a job with the corporation and we worked our way up with the corporation into management. And after we got into management, we got our retirement and we're supposed to live comfortably. That was the fallacy that people went through for years. Then in the 1990s, the corporate environment changed and the corporate environment changed because corporations started to change how they were doing business. For instance, you have unions to protect the workers. Back in the early 20th century, there were no laws to protect the workers, so you had to have the unions in place. Today, the unions have literally outpriced the jobs because why should an automaker who works on the line be making anywhere from 30 to $40 an hour when they're only skilled labor. Eventually, you get to a point where you outprice the market. That is why so many jobs have been outsourced into other countries where they can pay lower, lower prices. The thing is, these companies are still making the profits because even though they outsource, it has not lowered the price. A lot of the issues that are going on in our economy today stem from what happened in the last few years with the unions and mismanagement and the corporations because as the corporations started to let go of their management, their middle management, their upper management positions, these were people who started taking classes on how to buy property for no money down because what they were thinking was they wanted to keep up the same lifestyle they were living. They did not want to change that lifestyle. So for them to do that, they had to look for a way to go out and do something that would bring them in as much income as they possibly could. And what happened was you had seminar leaders or people who did presentations that were looking for a way to take advantage of these people who had the 
the money who were being let go, who needed an outlet to find another career for themselves. And that was the beginning of when the Internet came into play in the marketplace. You had a bunch of people who worked for companies. These companies provided them with the computers. They provided them with the software. They knew how to use that software to take the business and and make the sales. But they did not know how to, once they lost their job, to use the Internet to research and create a job for themselves, a career for themselves in another direction. Now, a lot of people who left the computer companies, they started becoming the consultants because that was also the era of the Y2K phenomenon. That was just as it was the late 90s, we were moving into the new millennium, and they were fearful that when the clock struck midnight and we hit 2000, that all of the computers would crash because they could, did not know how to change the date or, or to do with an, a, a totally new century. That was something that was proven. That was a fallacy. It never happened. But you had so many people who took advantage of that situation and were overcharging companies to reset their computers so that they did not crash. When you look at things that you want to do today, you need to think in terms of how am I going to do something that I really love to do? What is it that I have a passion to do? How does that fit into my natural behavioral style? Am I very outgoing? Am I very reserved? Do I like to stay in the background and do the background work? It's where you got to look at so many different things and consider how you would take and do those things on a basis that would do something that you so enjoy doing it that is not considered work to you. If you really enjoy doing something, if you have a creative outlet, then go into something where you're very creative. So many times people who are creative are in advertising, but if for some reason that advertising job goes by the wayside or they decide they don't want to be in that environment anymore, then what they need to do is look internally and look at what would make them happy. Maybe it's a job where they're not making as much money working for someone else. Maybe it's a job where they are working for themselves in another aspect of it. For instance, when I was in Toastmasters, there were several people in there who were now self-employed. Why were they self-employed? Because they had left the, the corporate environment. So many times people who leave the corporate environment have become coaches to other people in their profession to help them move into changing and understanding why they're stressed out, why they're feeling frustrated in the job. Part of it is because they're doing that job, not because it's something they really want to do, but it was something that they were pushed into. 
how many times you would hear a parent say, my son the doctor, my son the lawyer. What they're doing is they're writing scripts. And what you're doing is you are living out someone's else, someone else's dream for you instead of living your own dream. You have to figure out what it is that you really enjoy doing and how can you get into that profession. What are the skills that you need? Do you already have the skills that you can use by translating them from one profession into another profession? Because those things are always very important to understand in where are you moving today. Let's look at some things that we can consider. Say someone is creative. There are a lot of jobs that you can do that, are, that shows your creativity. There's web designers, there's people who design logos, who design almost anything there is. And if you look at an artist, so many times an artist will become a, a I'm forgetting the term that I want to think of, but it's usually someone who has a creative will just, they do the, the logos they do the they they are their graphic designer a graphic designer is someone who can take and apply their creativity to designing art on your logo on your pages on your website and also you need to look at what are some things that you can consider as being a very important aspect of where you want to be? What is it? What does it really take to make you happy? Does having a lot of money, does living in a big house, is that going to make you happy? And I think so many times people forget that if happiness comes from within you, nothing that you make, nothing that you buy, those things are not going to make you happy in life. If you're happy in who you are, if you respect yourself, sometimes before you let other people dictate to you what will make you happy, sit back, write down, and make a list of things that you really enjoy doing. And look at them and look at each one of those things and are those things related to each other? How can you look at that and say, use that to... Decide which career you want to move into. And also, look at the career choices that you have. When you look at a lawyer, there's someone that, in, that can get up and speak comfortably in front of a group of people. Because if you are a trial lawyer, you have to make your points. If you are a corporate lawyer, you got to realize that a lot of your work is paperwork. It's it's going over and making sure that when you work for the corporation that they're complying with the laws that the government has put in place, that they are in control of, of what it is that they need to do. There are just so many things, and you need to consider, are you putting in the hour? Are you going to have time for yourself? Are you going to be burnt out on the job? In certain professions, when you're working with a corporation, when you're up there in management level positions, you are basically on call 24 hours a day. And if you're not in the office today with the smartphones, they have a way of tracking where you are 
and keeping in touch with you. And I know from listening to certain teleseminars and presentations put on by Inscape Publishing, who I am an associate with, because I really enjoy helping people understand where they come from and why they respond to different situations the way they do. And I find that by using assessment profiles, it can really give you a good explanation of just how you are in your personality. For instance, when you look at communication, we all have these behavior patterns in us, but some are really someone who we have all these behavior patterns within us, but some are more dominant than others. A D personality is someone who is very controlling of their environment. They're very outgoing. They like to be in control of almost every aspect of their life. Then you have the I or the influencing behavior patterns. There's someone that's very verbal. They can go up to strangers and talk to them. You have the steadiness personality. They do everything by the book because if the company has a, a manual that they go by that, of how they expect things done, these people will read it. They will be able to tell you exactly what page it, it was on. They will be able to tell you what paragraph it's on. If they are into the Bible, they can quote you certain aspects of the Bible and tell you exactly why they respond or they have a certain expectation. Then you have the conscientiousness behavior pattern, and they're very slow to decision-making. They're people who are very questioning because they want to make sure that when they make a final decision that they're right. They cannot handle whether or not they're wrong. You find this in all people that have these behavior patterns in almost any profession, but then those are the four pure. Then you have the DI, who is uh, an inspirational behavior pattern. You have the SC behavior pattern. You have the DC behavior pattern. And someone who is a, a DC is someone behavior pattern is someone who likes to control their environment, but they're also someone who likes to have perfection. My father was a lawyer, and his behavior pattern was a DC, and I wouldn't know this by him having taken the profile, but I know it by understanding who he was and where his personality was. He very much liked to be in control, but he could not have a secretary because he wanted things perfect the first time he did it. So because he liked and was to be perfection, it, he always did all his work himself. He did all the research. He did all the paperwork. It Just because that was his natural behavior pattern to be that way. So if you understand where you're coming from in your behavior patterns, then you can look at when you relate to other people in business and you learn to read other people, then it helps you to, to maneuver your behaviors to have better relationships in your workplace, to have better relationships in your personal life. And you just got to realize where you're coming from and why you respond in different ways the way you do it, and you need to handle them 
in such a way as to help you understand where you're coming from, why you respond in certain ways, and how to help yourself really grow as an individual, what it is that you expect of yourself, where do you want to take it, how are you going to maneuver things to help you be the best at what you can be. And so many times people don't understand where they're coming from. They let other people dictate to them. And what you're doing is sometimes reliving a a, a, a life that someone else wanted for themselves, but they didn't have, so they're reliving it through their children. And sometimes that good, sometimes that bad, but most of the time it's just creating an environment where there's a lot of hostility and a lot of anger. And if you have that in your personal life where you're angry at someone who is very close to you, and then you go in the workplace and you don't know how to check those things or don't realize where it's coming from, and then you go in the workplace and you take it out on your coworkers or you take it out on your customers, that can be a very bad situation. If you're working within a company, then what you're doing is you're creating hostility among your coworkers. If it's not among your coworkers and you're taking it out on your customers, then what's going to happen is you're going to lose your customer base and they're either going to go to someone else in that company or you're going to lose the opportunity to work in that business. But it's also a situation where you need to be more aware of where you're coming from and why you respond in different situations the way you do. And if you think about it, what happens in a family is that each person expects the other members of the family to respond in certain situations. What happens is if one of those people realize that the situation is a negative situation, they will want to change. And if they change and the other people around them are unwilling to accept the change, then it creates a cycle of hostility that, that really moves from one avenue to the other. So what you need to do is think about some things that can really help you understand where you're coming from and why you respond in the situation the way you do and how you can help someone else really build on what it is that they need, how they can find satisfaction for themselves in their personal life, how they can build on the expectations that they need, that they have for themselves and how they can take it and really grow with it. You want to help someone really build good relationships. You want to help someone really build good expectations for their personal life. If you find that you are happy in the job that you're in, if you're happy in the relationships that you're in, then you can find happiness within yourself. But if there's not any happiness that you're feeling in those situations, then what will happen is you will get depressed. And when you are depressed, then you will turn around and you will create an environment for the, your family where there's a lot of anger and a lot of hostility. And it creates a lot of personal anxiety. And so many times what happens is that people will act out. You will see that 
in situations, even in young kids today. I've been listening to the news and hearing stories about a child that was maybe 10 years old who committed suicide, and the mother is totally blaming the school system, saying that bullies did it to created an inability within them. But I would also want to question, well, if you knew that was going on, and yes, you say you went to the school and you complained, but why weren't you looking at your own relationship with your child and how were you doing what you needed to do to help him to deal with the situation yourself because maybe if you had been more in tune to what was going on at what was going on in the home then maybe he would have come to you and talked to you and worked things out with you and would not have hung himself or, or, or did damage to himself so many times it's not just what's going on in the school that the kid has anything to to overcome it's as much what's going on in the family in those relationships and the expectations that the parent has of the child and maybe he feels inadequate because he's not able to live up to those expectations we need to take and look at a lot of things that go on in our personal lives and why do we act the way we do and why do we have the expectations that we do of someone and how can we change our own experiences and our personality so excuse me so that our expectations of our children does not create the depression that they're they're feeling i've come to realize that even though my sister does not admit to it that i think that she's very depressed and very angry especially in the way she treats her sisters for instance she, as a child, she really did not have a bed to sleep in living at home in my parents' house because we only had two bedrooms. There was two twin beds. There was not enough, enough space to put another twin bed in there. So she had a, a couch that she slept on for several years. And then when they remodeled the house, they did not put another bedroom in. What happened was they had a couch in the den that had a bed inside so at night she would sleep in that, in that, on the couch within the bed. So she never really had a bed until she went and graduated college and owned her own place and got a bed for herself. So when my mother moved down to Florida and my mother decided she wanted a day bed to get in my sister's room so that she would have an extra bed in there, instead of just getting two beds, what she did was she got a, a day bed for her. Well, my sister slept on a, a day bed with a thin little mattress for 17 years. Then my mother decided she needed to get another mattress in there. So my sister decided, okay, she go get her a good mattress. Well, what happened was they had some mattresses that were enclosed out. She got a twin bed with a good mattress with the, the box springs and then the rails for $200, $250 and made my sister pay for it. So then... They set that up for her to sleep on she, since she, and then the day before we were left, they were switching everything over to the day bed. And my sister, when we were got, getting ready to leave, 
my sister decided she didn't want to sleep on the day bed. She didn't want to have that mattress on the top of the day bed. She wanted to take it and she wanted to take the rails and the box springs and the mattress and have her own bed and get rid of the, the day bed. Well, then my sister decided she didn't like that, so she was going to, she started an, a physical fight with her and was actually pushing her against the bed with the mattress. And then when we got in the car to leave, she's in there saying, oh, well, I think she was upset because we were leaving. I think she needs to reevaluate where she's coming from and why she was expecting her sister to sleep that way instead of when my mother was looking at getting a, a day bed for her from the beginning, she should have said to her, you know, this is her room. She should have the kind of bed she wants. Let her pick out what she wants. Don't do this to her. And a lot of a lot of things and how we act as adults come from who we are as children and the environment that we come from. And until we really understand where we're coming from and why we respond in those situations the way we do, we will always create an environment that is conducive to creating a lot of animosity. And when you do that, then what you're also doing is creating an environment where you are justifying your behaviors and creating more anxiety and creating more anger from the people around you. So how can you learn to express yourself in a way that can be conducive to everyone having a say, everyone being responsible, and everyone having a good relationship with each other? You need to create an environment that helps you understand where you're coming from and why you respond. If you are in a profession that you really love doing, then it flows over into having good relationships in your personal life. If you are depressed in the job that you're having and doing, then what happens is that it's also going to overflow into your personal life. So that's why it is important to look at all the things of where you're coming from. What is your natural behavioral style? How can you take that and build upon it? How can you expand your lifestyle to do the things that you really enjoy doing? For instance, I had a friend who had a background in law and her father had a, excuse me, her brother had a background in law. She could not pass the bar, so she never did practice law as a profession. Her brother passed the bar, and he had his own law firm, and eventually converged or moved that law firm in with a corporate law firm into certain aspects of that environment. So what you need to do is look at who you are and why you react the way you do. One of the things was my friend went into law because she was looking to do something where she was not in competition with her mother. Her mother was a principal in two different schools, but she had a very good singing voice. My friend had a very good singing voice and wanted to pursue uh, music. 
but because she was felt she was in competition with her mother, she did not go into that profession. She could not pass the bar, and I don't know if she was sabotaging herself so she couldn't pass the bar and she couldn't work in that profession or whether she was just really not interested in it but had gone into it simply because someone had suggested law. Maybe she had an interest in understanding the law and how it worked. So what you need to do is take and look at your own experiences, what it is that you really enjoy doing. Even if it is law, it may not be actually practicing law or criminal law or family law. You have to look, there's so many different aspects of law, you have to look at which one that you really enjoy doing. My father was a real estate lawyer, and he also owned property where it was rental property that we made extra income on. That was a, something that he really enjoyed doing, but he was someone who had to have control over every situation. He, he, he did not know how to show respect to the people around him. And the funny thing is he was like a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. In his profession, he was very well respected, but in his personal life, he was very much a brute. He abused his children and because at the time it was not something that was talked about or dealt with, those issues were never dealt with within the family. So even though times have changed, people are still doing things according to what used to be thought of in the past as the way things should be. Things have changed now. You can look at different aspects, understanding where you're coming from, why you respond in different situations the way you do, how can you take and put yourself in an environment where you are really doing the things that you really want to do, that you really love doing, and also how you can take and do the things that help you feel, feel not like a failure, but that you're really very successful. Sometimes if we let other people dictate to us the, what they ex, their expectations of us and we let them have the control and then we lose the control over our personal lives, then what happens is we're going to find some way to take back the control. In young kids, you see them becoming anorexic where they, because they, can, they feel that they can control the intake of their food, and they have a very poor image of themselves to begin with for what they're seeing in the mirror when they're looking at themselves is more or less that if people are telling them you're an, a not okay person because you have these feelings or these emotions and you should feel this way and you should feel that way, then they're going to feel inadequate in some way. And you see that come out every day in, in kids' behaviors, whether they bully other people. If they're being bullied at home, they will go out and bully someone else because it gives, makes them feel like they have some type of control somewhere in their life. And if you, are, if you come from a family where there's a lot of support and a lot of encouragement, 
then what happens is you you grow up being very secure in who you are. There's so many things that we need to look at today in how we look at our personal lives and how we look at the expectations that people have in us. We also need to look at where it is we need to be and what our expectations of ourselves are and how we can take and move ourselves in the right direction. How can we take and be secure in who we are? And how we can look at if we're in a profession because someone pushed us into it. Is there some parts of it that we like? Is there certain things that we don't like? Where can we move even in that same profession if you are, say, in the medical field and you are dealing where you're in general practice and maybe you enjoy more of the dissecting, then maybe you want to do more of the research, the behind-the-scenes thing uh, work. If you are someone that's very good in talking to people and making them feel good, then look at whether or not you enjoy interacting with people on a daily basis, What, where you can do the things that you really enjoy doing and how you can take and put yourself in an environment where you are really helping yourself to do the things that you really, really enjoy doing. That is a very important aspect of how we look at the career choices that we make. For instance, I remember as a child, as a, when I was entering college, my mother looked at my education more as something to keep me occupied, not as something where there was a means to an end where it was employment, partly because she was looking to hold me back so that she can keep me living at home most of my life so she wouldn't be left alone. That was because she was not happy in who she was and she was wanting to create an environment where she was going to make everyone else just as miserable as she was. And because I didn't accept that and I wanted something more out of life and they couldn't accept my choices, it created a lot of animosity in the home. Even today, the fact that my sister worked for 30 years in a job that she hated because she got pushed into it, not because she enjoyed it, but because it was something that someone else wanted for her. She's not, even though she's retired, she's not even happy in who she is and where she's coming from. Even though she has the money coming in, she's still jealous of what other people have. And that's something that will always be something that you've got to understand where you're coming from, why you act the way you do, how can you change yourself? Because when you find happiness within yourself, then you are more likely to find happiness and enjoy your personal life than you would be if you were living with someone else and letting them make the decisions for you. Right now, my mother's now 90 years old, and she's made everyone else around her miserable because my sister is angry, and she goes and stays with my mother She's very resentful. There were times that she she once screamed at my mother, I don't want to be the caregiver, and screamed at me, you're going to have to come take care of them because I don't want to be here. And yet here she is now doing what she said she didn't want to do, and part of that's because she controls the, the, the finances and she can make the decisions. Well, if you can make the decisions on the on how the money is spent, then it's up to you to, to take care, not only take care of her, 
but to take care of all the aspects of that, that home. You can't expect someone else to go in there and do the work that you don't want to do and then say to them, I can, I can still control the money and how it's spent and I can decide what you get and what you don't get. If that's the environment that you're creating, then you're creating an, an animosity there. So how, uh, how can you recognize what you're doing that is going to affect the people around you? This not only happens in your personal life, but it also affects your choices that you make in your career. If you are unhappy in your career, then what can you do to change it? Is it that you need to make a total career change? Is it a situation where you can do something that you feel will give you more control over where you are and how you see yourself? Is there something that you can do that can really affect where you're coming from? Is there something that you can do that can really find an outlet for yourself? If you have a profession that you really enjoy doing, but you, but somewhere you're, you're, you're lacking something, is there some place that you can go and volunteer your time where you can be meeting that need? Sometimes it's just a matter of, Helping someone else to to reach their dream. If you can help someone else reach their dream, and you find some satisfaction in that, then maybe that's something that you ought to consider as a profession for yourself. And in today's marketplace, we it's very easy to move from one aspect to another. And if you need to take time for yourself and take away from it, and you can think of ways to not have the same and understand that having this high income and these expectations on you is what's creating some of your anger, then how can you change it? Would you be happier in a position where you're making less money? Would you be happier doing something where you are less inclined to be judgmental of other people. How can you make the changes for yourself to help you build the satisfaction in your personal life, whether it's in your career, whether it's in your personal life? And whether we realize it or not, that how, how satisfied we are in our career does affect the relationships we have in our personal life. And the if we are in a relationship that's not a good relationship for us, that also affects the way we are in our business life. So the two things are very much interconnected. It's just a matter of are you going to do what it takes to get you where you need to be in both your personal life and your career and how you can take the two and make them work for you so that you can find the satisfaction that you need in both, to be able to find the career that really helps you to really enjoy where you're coming from, that it gives you the kind of feeling where you are giving back and how for so many times what we need to do is look at where we're coming from and how we can take 
the things that we have and how we can do the things that will really help us to find the satisfaction in our personal life, how we can grow in where we are. And if you are moving backwards in certain situations, then it may be that there's not there's something that's holding you back. There's something that you're doing that's not giving you or helping to meet a, a need in you that is going to really expand who you are and where you're coming from. So many times there's so many things that affect where we're coming from and how we respond in different situations. It is things that you need to look at. Where are you going to come from and how are you going to enjoy yourself? Today we are moving back into the small business now. So many people just don't know how to get started in a business. Some people don't want to have their own business, but they feel that they're being forced into that position. So if you are someone that really enjoys having your own business, you need to look at different aspects. There's so many different things that you can, you can do. Are you creative? An artist is someone who is very creative, and there's so many different aspects of avenues that they can move in, whether it's painting or using oils, or whether it's designing jewelry, or whether it's working with people where you help them to expand their business and you have the, the way of coming up with the creative ideas that they need. And maybe you need just a mastermind group, someone that you can bounce ideas off of that can really help you look at where you are going to go with your career, how you can take it in the right direction for yourself. One of the things that you need to do, if it's, and today you can go and research on the internet. There are so many people while you are deciding what you want to do in your personal life in business. If you cannot find a job in a physical place, because those jobs are few and far between, look at look on the internet. Put in certain key phrases. Then on Google, and what will happen is you will find a list of things that are coming up. And then also think about if you are very creative and you are a graphic designer. Today there's jobs in web design. And, for instance, there are companies that have come out with products or software where you can actually design websites and charge a fee for them. And it won't take you a lot of money to get started. You can do it on a minimum amount of money with a one-time fee, and it automatic and it will automatically give you the opportunity to market your services to other people, to help them get something, especially web design if you're creative. It's a good profession because you have to, everyone's going to need a, today in today's marketplace because we are a global marketplace. Everyone has to have a website today. So how can you utilize your skills and the things that you really enjoy doing to help someone else meet a need? Because, for instance, 
if you are someone who's very good with talking to people, but you don't like sitting still and looking at a computer, then why would you want to do a job that meant that you had to be doing a lot of paperwork? Then you're going to find that you're going to get depressed over it. You're going to be spending more time doing the things that you don't like doing as opposed to the things that you really enjoy doing. In good time management, they talk about getting the things done you don't like before you get to the things that you enjoy doing. If you are in a corporate environment in the world where it's paperwork, but you enjoy doing more things where you're dealing with people and helping them, whether it's defending them in a criminal case, then find someone else who can come in and do the work that you don't enjoy doing and then expanding that to help yourself so that you can be very happy doing the things that you really enjoy doing. I'm going to take a break here and and would like to invite you to go to our website at www.onepersonalcareercoach.com because I will be offering a teleseminar that will teach you how to manage your lost career techniques and methods to get back on track. The purpose of this is to help you write out your life and your career goals so you can find out exactly what it is that you really want to be doing and write out a strategy on how you're going to reach those goals. That's a very important aspect of it. If you are looking to interview with a company, how to understand what the interviewer is looking for, how to gear your answers to them, and to understand that when you go to work for a company, it's not all about you. It's about what you can do to help solve a problem that the company has. If it means that you enjoy being in business for yourself, then look at what are the things that you need to do to set up a business. Are you looking for a brick and mortar place where you have to have a physical place of residence that, that people come to? Can it be in an office suite where you meet with people there when you need to, but you can have your office in the home and work from home? Are you working with a big corporation where you need to be in the office? For instance, today what you're finding is a lot of companies, instead of having big office spaces and having a lot of people work in the office, they offer telecommuting or they offer flex time. Uh, What you're also doing is finding that call centers, what they're doing is instead of having big spaces and having the computers there with the software and the phones there and paying for the, the large phone bill and paying for the light. What they're doing is they're taking the software, putting it on the computer, giving it to the people that work for them to work from home, which allows them to also have tax breaks because they're working from home. So there's just so many things that you need to look at today when you are planning your career. And that is a very important aspect. And understanding your personality. And that's something that I talked about earlier. And why that's important is if you are someone who's very reserved and you don't like dealing with the public, then 
there's professions that you can get into where you don't have to deal with the public. There are professions that you can get into where you, if you enjoy sitting at a desk and you can work hours on a computer, people need someone who, like, who can write their articles for them and are creative in the aspect of how to write. You also can be someone who stays in the background and does the research for someone else. There's so many different aspects in any profession that people need you, and it's just a matter of it understanding where you're coming from and why you react the way you do in those different situations, understanding your personality. Where would you be if you did something you really enjoy doing? Wouldn't that make you feel more secure in your personal life? Wouldn't you find that that you're happier within yourself? If you're happy within yourself, if you really enjoy where you're coming from and what you're doing, then you can give back to other people. So many times when someone is doing fundraising, they come up to they will come up to a stranger and ask them to make a donation, and that person can be very angry or very hostile to them, and it's more because they're coming from where they're coming from within themselves. It's not because of where they're coming from or what they're feeling about the person that they're, that has approached them. So many times when you will find people who want to give back to someone and they don't know how to. Today, we this weekend is Memorial Day weekend, and the purpose of Memorial Day weekend is to remember the veterans. And that is something that we need to understand where we're coming from. We need to understand why we respond in those different situations the way we do and how we can take and do what we really enjoy doing. There are so many things that you really ought to do that can really help you grow as an individual. Now, what are you going to do that's going to help you understand where you're coming from? And let me tell you that as an Inkscape publishing distributor, I use the DISC profile, and we have EPIC. EPIC is an electronic assessment profile that you can take, which helps you understand where you're coming from. And the thing is that it will tell you what your natural behavioral style is, how you communicate with someone in different behavioral styles, how to adapt to communicate to someone else in a selling situation where you understand where they're coming from and that they realize that you understand. Because if you're someone who likes to get to the bottom line and you don't go through the detail, but you're talking to someone who really likes to hear the detail, then they're going to be questioning you to you can give them all the answers they need. And then what's going to happen is you're going to get frustrated because you don't want to deal with it by understanding where you're coming from and why you react in those situations, how you communicate, how to adapt to that to them. If you are someone that's a customer and you just want to get to the bottom line and you're getting talking to someone who's very detail-oriented and they don't recognize that you just want to know what's the bottom line, what is it going to cost me, and they're going through all the detail, then you're going to very 
get very frustrated with them and you're going to walk away from them. You're not want, going to want to deal with it. So we all need to understand why we respond in different situations the way we do, how we can change, how we can improve, how we can take and do the things that we really need to do that we can find security in where we're coming from and how we respond to the people around us and how we can grow as individuals and how we can learn to give back in different situations to the different people that we are in relationships with and how we can help them grow. In any profession that you choose, you have to understand where you're coming from. You have to understand why you respond the way you do. You have to understand what makes you happy doing what you really enjoy doing and how you can take and build on where you're coming from, how how you can take and improve your skills, how you can take and move in a direction that is really going to help you. I am a career entrepreneur, lifestyle trainer, coach. What that means is that I help people understand where they're coming from, why they make the choices they do, how they can make the right choices that will find them security in their personal life and where they will find satisfaction doing the things that they really enjoy doing. So when you are looking for a coach or someone to work with you, you need to look at someone who can really help you understand where you're coming from and someone who can really give you the advice that will help you to look at all aspects of everything you're doing and help you to make the choices that are right for you and to understand that you have to make a choice in your workplace and the job that you really enjoy doing before you can find satisfaction in your personal life. Because if you're unhappy in your job and you're in a relationship, you're going to take out that unhappiness with the people around you. And do you really want to be doing that to someone that you care about? Or are you going to let someone else tell you how you how you should live and what should make you happy. There are so many things that you need to look at and you need to take into consideration. You need to find out where it is that you're coming from. You need to understand how you can find personal satisfaction in the things that you do. There are so many things that you have got to look at and how it's going to relate to you, how you're going to find the satisfaction and the personal growth, because no matter what job you're in, you need to find some growth in your personal life. You need to find some personal satisfaction in where you're coming from and how you are going to respond in different situations and where you're going to expand your thought processes to help you to make the right decisions for yourself. When you make the right decisions for yourself, when you make the right choices, 
then you're going to find a satisfaction in where you're coming from and what it is that you want to do. So how can you make the right choices that are going to help you? How are you going to do the things that are really going to put you in a situation where you're going to find some personal growth? And even in the job that you're doing, you you don't stay stagnant. You may start in one place, but you end up in another place. And the one thing that I want people to think about is if you have an outside source telling you what profession you need to go into, think twice. You need to do what you really enjoy doing because sooner or later, and it may not happen immediately, you will turn around and end up looking for a different career in a different area of that field or if it's not in that field, it's going to be in a totally different field. But if you wait too long, then your chances of even doing something that you really enjoy doing become moot because the older you are in, in the generation that we're living in, that unless it's, it's you're doing something where you're self-employed and you're working for yourself, then your chances of moving from one business into another become more difficult when you are older. So you need to look at doing the things that you really enjoy doing. And for instance, even in the profession, uh, even an actor, they may be at one age where they're in front of the camera on TV or in movies, but eventually they move into other aspects of that profession, or even in the music field, because if you think about it, you can't always be on top with and have a song that's that's hit number one where you're traveling around and everyone's in love with you and you're having that large income coming in. So you have to look for other avenues within that same profession where you are making choices to do something that you enjoy doing but you may be behind the scenes more. You find that in the acting profession where some people who started out as kids as actors eventually as adults moved into a position where they were directing, they were producing movies. There are so many different things that you need to look at when you are doing something. Even a lawyer. A lawyer may start out practicing law where they are, they're either teaching in a school or they can be doing in a criminal courtroom or in the civil courtroom, even in a situation where they are not, they are doing more in politics because they're doing something where they understand the law, they have the knowledge of the law, but they're also helping to make changes to the law through some of their political views. It's just a matter of, and and so many times you don't want to be a hypocrite at the same time telling someone to do something that you yourself wouldn't do. So there's so many things that you have to look at and how you make the choices. And we are gotten down to the last minute, and I would like to also remind you to go to my website, which is www.onepersonalcareercoach.com, where you can sign up to listen to some of my past shows, 
You can sign up for some of my teleseminars. You can also listen to or, or take some of my e-courses and get some personal coaching, which will help you to make the decisions that can lead you into a career where you are doing something that you really enjoy doing.